You're listening to the Cliff Temple Podcast, recorded at Cliff Temple Baptist Church in Oak Cliff in Dallas, Texas. We want to welcome you back to the Cliff Temple Podcast. I'm Gannon Sims. I'm Trevor Jameson. And we've been uh, on this journey looking at uh, this sort of made-up concept called oikonomics, oikos, uh, being the Greek word for home or household, the root for the word that we use for economy and ecology to show how the household and all that emanates from it is vitally important for the way that we think of ourselves as the household of God, as the the new community that Jesus is forming. And so uh, in our uh experience as, as people in the oikos, people in the household, we have a, a lot of gifts that we can share. And so we're, we're sort of trying to reinterpret stewardship and, and pull it out of uh, a frame of reference that makes us just think about uh, money and possessions and into a frame of mind that, that helps us understand that what we have and everything that we have is really a gift of, of God's grace. Um, we are looking specifically now at sh- how we share our talents, our gifts, our abilities, our intellect. And and we've done that sort of off of the conversation that we had last week on how we share our, our physical um, resources, our time, our energy, our homes, our cars, our even the church property here. One of the things that, that I think you know, some some questions here, even Trevor, we can talk about here is like how we invest in ourselves intellectually. How are we uh, even as as ministers of the gospel and as uh, just, you know, people in the world, how how are we seeing um, investment and how are we even investing in ourselves so that we can grow? I mean, you, have you invested in yourself intellectually recently? <laughs> I try to. Um I'm part of a fun little reading group. We were just talking about this. I read Bar- Carl Bart. I don't even know who knows who Carl Bart is, except everybody's for like, everybody is raising their hand. Yeah, that's there. right. Yeah. yeah, just the theological nerds. Put a your hands great down. Great Swiss right? uh, theologian. He's great. Yeah, and so we have a little reading group over Zoom. It's kind of fun to connect with people all, all over the internet, and it gives me, it makes it feel like I'm back in school again. You got to mm-hmm. read. You got to have something to say to your peers and. Um, I enjoy that. I also try, I, I try and rotate in a couple things per year. I try and do some theology, some philosophy, some family books, and maybe even hit up, um, novel idea, hit up some of the contemporary fiction of whatever people are reading these days and just get a little flavor of each. So that's, that's usually the way I try and better myself. Um, and then I'm, I'm trying to be a potter. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I can th- throw things now, so that's a success. So I For, throw things like throw clay on yes. a wheel and make a pot out. I mean, of it. I'm yeah. very good at throwing pots. Okay. Wait, if you're talking yeah. about literally chucking them across the room, and but breaking th- them. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, throwing it on a oh. wheel, I enjoy it. Yeah. So those are little ways that I better myself. But I'm interested to hear from you. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think I can imagine why that would be helpful for God's kingdom. But yeah. how is it more than just selfish? you know, that, that I invest in myself. Well, I think when we invest in ourselves intellectually or through our talents or through sharpening our skills, we, we do so with others in mind. 
And so when we're able to name our talents and our gifts and our abilities, and then ask the second question, and this is always so important, ask the second question, okay, now that I'm good at pottery, or now that I love to know that I'm successful at convening a reading group or a book club, how do I share that with the world? How do I share that even with people who are far from God, but they would love to know uh, how to how to do art or how to read a book or how to have a discussion or how to even just, just build friendship and a relationship um, uh, with that? I mean, you know, one, one of my goals, I, I'm trying to play in this. There's this thing called Swing for the Cliff that uh, the youth group is is putting on to raise money for their mission trip. And I haven't played golf in like 15 years. But I'm going to try to get out and improve my golf game. But, I mean, there there you go. You've got golf, a relational sport. It's easy to have conversations with other people about life and about limits and even about spirituality. And so, you know, there's a um, – I, I would never suggest that I'm talented at golf, but it is a skill that I, I, I can work on. I know I can at least hit a golf ball. Um so that maybe I can, and that that might be an on-ramp toward relationship with, with people. And so I envision, as we sort of think about our talents, our skills, our abilities, some of these can be used uh, to help us be an everyday missionary. And so if you think about the, the ecosystem of the church as, you know, Cliff Temple, the structure that we occupy on Sunday morning, where we get to come and give testimony of what God is doing in our everyday life. And I envision people from the church uh, forming teams around uh, playing sports together and inviting other people into that, having book clubs together, inviting other people into that. even uh, working on important intellectual exercises, like how, how do we help uh, uh, the poor in our community navigate uh, difficult bureaucratic things related to how they would find housing? Um, you know, how do we get folks uh, who are in the medical community uh, able to provide medical care? So all of these things, and I, and I, and I think some of these can actually form new faith communities and so I, I don't know how effectively I can paint that with words on a podcast, but um, it's something that I'm dreaming about in terms of how we identify our talents and our gifts. And then we ask that second level question of how are my gifts and my talents and my abilities, whether it be carpentry or playing golf or reading a book, how can those be beneficial uh, for others in building a relationship with people who are far from God? Can you help quickly just exposit the difference between like spiritual gifts and these kind of gifts you're talking yeah. about? Because it seems like maybe there's crossover there. I think there certainly could be crossover, but I'm, I'm, I'm being much more basic here than uh, thinking about a gift of prayer or a gift of mercy or a gift of, uh, you know, prophetic encouragement or something. I'm just, I mean, like, what do you, what do you like to do? What gets you up in the morning? Right. Uh, what are the things you enjoy doing that are maybe outside of your, you know, workplace? I mean, literally, what are your hobbies? Uh, last night in the study, we talked about, you know, you know, some somebody who played a guitar, someone who knitted. I, I think knitting, uh, sitting around in a circle with a. Knitting needles. I, I, I don't knit, yeah. but some do, uh, and even some in our church do. I mean, a wonderful way to gather people around, um, make shawls for people, give them away, bless them in Jesus's name. Um, it's a really great way to sort of like you know 
knit and talk and get to know one another and you know, maybe get to know Jesus too. So it's, it's, I'm thinking really practically here. Right. Yeah. So they're interrelated. Um, and maybe we can get into that another time, but really like just starting from very basics of like, what are your interests? And kind of what I hear you saying is who has God made you just to be, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think we've talked about this before back in our last series, uh, where we were talking about if God has made you to love fixing cars, that can totally be a way that you can help other people. Yep. I just, I I wonder how we might think of these things as what God has gifted us in. And, and those gifts are possibly to be used to share with others. And so we talked a bit about then how that, um, how that, works into our everyday life. So how are we sharing our talents and abilities with the world? Well, you know, on, on the podcast, we've mentioned before, like if you can have a predictable pattern in your life, uh, whether it be, you know, a regular meal time or a regular time that you go and exercise or go running or go you know, work on your hobby, that regular fixed thing on your schedule becomes something then that's easy to invite other people into. And so really that gets at um, the essence of, of hospitality, care for the stranger, care for the other. It's got to be something that you've you've set your heart to do, um, and all the better if it's you know done in a predictable time, um, and that and that really becomes uh, a helpful for us as we think about all of the ways that we can we can share our talents. And I can be, give just give loads of examples of people who you know we've talked before about you know the, the guy who knew a little bit about car repair and, you know, gathered the the kids in the neighborhood around who didn't have anything else better to do after school. And, and some of them came to Christ just because they were working on learning how to fix an old car together. Right. Um, where people right. use their uh, people coming in and out of uh, our homes uh, where we create a space at their ta- at our table for them to sort of like be incorporated into our family life. I have a friend up in uh, Pennsylvania, Mitch Marcello, who who actually he's on staff at a church. He kind of has your role uh, at a church, and he also does worship as well. But he's an avid um, swing dancer and rugby player, and he started New Faith Communities around swing dancing. Wow. And also around rugby. Um, and so he's he gathers people. They play rugby. They I, I don't know. They I didn't know rugby players could be uh, elegant. But uh, here we go. Well, no, yeah. no, no, I think they're two separate things. <laughs> okay. The swing dancers and the rugby players. I don't I don't know if. They do both. He does both. But but it's just been really encouraging to see how uh, he's created a network of new forms of church, fresh expressions of church, he says, uh, around these various talents uh, that he's been given. Now, I, I think you can't do this by yourself. You've got to do it with other people. So if you've got a lead talent or gift or skill or ability and you feel like God wants you to share that with the world or share gather people around that, I, I would encourage you to really pray about that and then you know see who in your life might come alongside you to support that. And, and we on the church staff would love nothing more to, than to train you, equip you, uh, talk with you about how you where you uh, do this and how you might um, invest in people spiritually while you're investing them uh, in them intellectually or through your talents or, or gifts or abilities. Yeah, I think that's a good point here. And and one thing that you've brought up just in this last portion about 
habits and rhythms. Um, I'm noticing a theme here between different podcasts of it's the same formula just applied to different areas of our life. And um, in some ways, we might have to like cordon off a part of our week so that we can actually do what God is calling us to do. But more often than not, it sounds like, especially in this example with the guy fixing cars, he's just feeding in God's ministry into what he already does. That's exactly right. And so I'm wondering if here too, when, you know, we could get easily overwhelmed by, well, I got to start fixing my finances. I'm going to start thinking about my abilities and how God can use them and my spiritual gifts and this and this and this. But really what it comes down to is what are you already doing and how can you invite other people into it? Exactly. What do you do? What do you love? Do it really well and share it with others. That's exactly right. And, you know, one other thing that I'll bring up is sometimes it can be difficult to find other people to come alongside you in mission. But what I've found more often than not, it's just my personal experience, but whenever I pray to God to like bring a partner in mission with me, I mean, I think those are the kinds of God God prayers that he just loves to answer, yes. right? And he, and, and one awesome example is just the fact that when we started the arts ministry at Cliff Temple, I mean, we didn't really have many artists. And we had a, a number of people who liked art and liked doing crafts and projects, but no, like, practicing artists in their week. And then all of a sudden, one showed up, and then another, and then another... And just because we were praying for it. And so I, I, this is not special to me. This is not special because I'm a pastor. This is just praying and God answers. And so, you know, I see this again with like our, the basketball ministry that Stan Granberry started. I think he prayed for it. He had the desire put on his heart for it. And then people started showing up. Yep. And, and these become like fun, risky experiments that might bear fruit. And, you know, what? in our experience with, with doing this, we might, we, we started, when we were in Virginia, we started an after-school program for at-risk kids that turned into an arts ministry over three years. But we, we started because we were doing backpack food drives for kids that lived in hotels. And somehow that ended up starting an after-school program, and then that, over a couple of years, ended up turning into an arts ministry for college students. But, it, but we were just following the spirit, following the energy, following who we had around that, that felt called uh, to what we were doing. And, and so it's just fun to see how these things iterate over time. And, and we, what do we have to lose? Um, right. we, we at Cliff Temple want to give you permission. We want to, we want to know these things. That's why we have the ministry report. Um, where you can go to clifftemple.org backslash share and just sort of share what are your talents, what are your gifts, what are your abilities. And and by sharing those things, we might actually begin seeing patterns. And there may be uh, several people in the church with the same talents or passions and ideas. And we can pair you together and have a conversation and, and pray together about how that might be used to bless the world. I think what I'd like to sort of leave us with is, you know, we we uh, know that uh, in Matthew 25 is, is one example of this, where uh, Jesus talks about the right use of our talents, um, the right use of our investment. And um, we read that, that the, the person who was given a lot of talents and, and had an amazing return, and then there was a person who was given just one talent, and he was scared and he buried his talent. Um, and it's not good to bury our talents. 
because what's interesting, right after that uh, uh, bit about the talents at Matthew twenty-five fourteen uh, to to verse thirty or so, then we read that the other famous passage of scripture where it talks about, you know, I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food and thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison or visited you? The the amazing thing there is that these people who are feeding and clothing and nourishing the world at this point that are that are really unknowingly nourishing Christ, they don't even know that they're doing it mm-hmm. because they're working within their talents. They're using their gifts. They're bringing joy that way. And I don't think until this study last night, I it never really had connected for me the the link between the talents that we have and serving Jesus uh, in this way. So I've se- I'd separated the two. Um, and they're really one contiguous link. And so how do your talents actually serve Jesus? How are they for the nourishment of the world and whatever people that the Lord places in front of you? And it could be the poor, but it could be a people in your neighborhood who love playing pickleball. Right. And you do that together. <laughs> um, it doesn't need to be at the church. It can be. And, but all that to say is we're here to help you dream and do as we are an oikos, the household of God, an ecosystem uh, for uh, the blessing of the world, for the kingdom of God is now and will be world without end. Amen. Hey everybody, this is Trevor Jamison. Thanks so much for joining us this week on the Cliff Temple Podcast. Our church is a church seeking to make everyday people into everyday missionaries for Jesus Christ. And we do this together by worshiping together at 134 West 10th Street in Dallas, Texas. You can join us for Sunday school at 10 a.m. or you can join us for services at 11 a.m. We also cover a lot of content just like what you heard today on Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock. You can join us at church and join us in person that way. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Oikonomics.